At LifeWithLisaWilliams.com, you can find out more about our guest today. Her name is Carlene C.C. Prince. And a few weeks ago, I read something that she wrote, and then I thought about it for days. And then I realized she should be a guest on this show so that she could tell you the story herself. And that's what's about to happen. Um, here we go. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL. I did. I laughed out loud. Now, this may be the dumbest thing in the whole world, but it worked on me. There's a dog chasing a train. Get him, Hey, Natalie, how old are you? I will pray with you now. Before you leave, I have to pray with you. I'm here for the people in the hood. Motherhood. You know, Jesus is my very, very best friend. Pray without ceasing, which is not some sort of so heavy I can't do it command. It is this breath of fresh air that I am involved in what God is doing in the earth today. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talk to the mailman. <laughs> is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cave. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is, this, this is, this is life. life. This is life. 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 This is Life with Lisa Williams. Before we hear the fast food line story, Carlene Prince, take some time and introduce yourself to us. Well, um, I work at a Christian radio network uh, based in Kalispell, Montana, and have been blessed to be here for the last, I've been in Montana about eight years. I uh, grew up and spent all my life in South Dakota, but God supernaturally transplanted me to Montana about eight years ago, and I've been in radio almost all that time, literally fell into it, had no idea that God was moving me here, had no idea that God had a career for me in this industry, was not even picturing that, but there's a whole story behind that. But um, I'm also a, a singer-songwriter, and uh, in the last year and a half, been very excited to be recording my first debut That's album great. in the studio, and yeah, working on that in chunks, and it just is amazing what God is doing. There is so much happening behind the scenes and in the spirit that I'm just almost on overload yeah. of glory. It, it seems like any I given time, feeling. it's just been I crazy. Feeling, I, I know that feeling so well, just this, there's a God, yeah. and look what he's doing, he loves me. What, what's it called? Yes. What's the project called? Yes. Well, um, it's in, it's interesting. Yeah, we have a working title, but we're we're pretty confident in it. Um, we had one song specifically that we were working on in the studio, and long story short, we had a three-hour open heaven encounter over that song, and I had never before in my life experienced something like that. It was just incredible. And as I was thinking about that experience, uh, one of my coworkers asked me what the title of the album was going to be, and hadn't even thought about it because, you know, usually debut albums are just, you know, the artist's name, so they usually don't have a title. And I said, you know, that's a good question. I don't know. And so um, one of those days just driving around doing mundane errands around town, and God just drops in my car, and he said, call it Songs from Jacob's Ladder. And I knew immediately what he meant by that because the story in the Old Testament of, of Jacob seeing the vision of the ladder with angels ascending and descending, um, I heard a sermon on that years ago that that's symbolic of the supernatural that's around us yeah. all the time and angels are going up and down that ladder and what they're doing is they're delivering assignments from heaven to earth to impact you know bring the kingdom of god to the earth realm and then they're going back up to get their next assignment so it's this constant rotation of activity that's around us all the time but just because we're human we're not aware of it except for those special moments and portals where allows god just to see it. 
allows it yeah. to be revealed to us. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, and then uh, one of my last trips to the studio, we had so many songs, we had no idea what God was doing, and he let us in on more of the plan. He said, actually, this is not one album, it's a two-album debut project, <laughs> which I don't know if anybody's <laughs> ever done before, so we, we have bitten off more than we can chew. It's crazy. But um, so we're actually going to have the first album will be Songs from Jacob's Ladder Ascending, oh. and then the second one will be Descending <laughs> oh, to kind of play on that concept. Well, I had no yeah. idea yeah. what it would be like to talk to Carlene. <laughs> I had no idea. I'd never heard her voice. I, I read something that she wrote and contacted her and said, "Will you be on my show?" And now that you're talking, I'm just, I'm just grinning from ear to ear. It's so nice to hear your voice <laughs> and hear your point of view and your perspective and your love for God and the depth that you have. And so at lifewithlisawilliams.com, I've got all the contact information. Um, cause I, I'm so curious now I want to hear you sing and I want to see like, what's your website? <laughs> it's a uh, Carlene Prince ministries.com. And I have to tell you, this has been a whirlwind of activity. It was just something that God literally mandated me to do a year and a half ago. And because I had no plans and didn't see it coming, we're still trying to get some of that stuff up and running. So there is a splash page up right now. So the website isn't fully developed, but on there, you can actually hear an interview that I did talking a little bit about the project. There's some song snippets in there. We weren't going to leak too much too soon, but we're really excited about the debut. Awesome. So. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear about all this. That's it's all great. Yeah. It's great to hear. And I understand that idea of getting a mandate because when I was praying in January is when God unfolded in front of me the plan for this show. And so the best oh, you wow. can do is follow. I mean, it's like, okay, okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. And yes. so taking yeah. it one step back, um, the only way you can hear from him is to be still and spend time with him and right. to, and to, and to open your ears and heart and give space to the Lord God Almighty to speak into your life and say, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm the plan here. Let's, let's, let's talk about this album or let's talk about this show or let's talk about whatever whatever right. God might be saying today. What I love about how God works, and I bet you you will testify to this too, is He takes mundane, everyday moments when you're not even actually even thinking about Him yeah. sometimes, and He will just intersect your life and just say, oh, by the way, <laughs> this is the plan. <laughs> and it's just, it's so, it's, it's a dichotomous amount of emotions because with His voice and with His instructions always comes a manifestation of peace. Mm-hmm. Because it comes from the throne room where the grace has already been established for you to walk out what he's called you to. And then at the same time, though, in our flesh, anything he calls us to is usually bigger than anything yeah, we can do on uh, our yeah. own. That's why we depend yeah. on Christ. And so there's kind of that dichotomy of emotions of you have peace, and yet it's like, oh, this is this is yeah. bigger than me. And he's like, exactly. Yeah. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, as a highly capable person, it's fascinating how he has oh, – I'm, I'm trying not to cry. Hold on. Maybe I will just cry, but it's fascinating. I think you should. How many times <laughs> he brings me to a space where I can't do it. I can't do this. I, there's, yes. there's just, I just can't do it. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute. Okay. Where's the grace? Because if mm-hmm. you want me to do something that I literally cannot do, Father, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I, I'm thinking of, of years ago when I saw there was a, a prominent Christian leader at the time that was being called to, um, I think their senior pastor was moving on or something, and they were being called to like step up into this. It was a major role, though, and big shoes to fill. And I loved what, I believe it was like the elders of the church did this beautiful ceremony uh, to kind of establish him in that new role. And what they did was they got this coat, but what they did on purpose was they got it several size larger than what naturally would fit him. And they said, this is what God's asking of you is to step inside this mantle, 
but to understand that at first it is going to be too big for you, but you will walk through time and circumstances and realize that actually it fits because we're not shrinking it down to you. You're going to grow up into it. And it's just a beautiful picture. That's good. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Wow. Welcome to my show. I'm just so glad. It's so great. (laughs) So, okay, so I found Carleen because we're on this forum together. It's like an email forum of women who serve in Christian radio and many different um, avenues of Christian radio all across the nation and maybe even the world. I'm not sure, but you just lots of women. And she shared a story on this forum and I read it and then I reread it and then I read it again and I thought, man, I want people to hear the story. So that's why she's on the show today so that you can hear what happened. And so th- does that feel like a good fit for where your heart is today to tell what happened when you, when you were just trying to get some fast food? Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I would love to share the story. And thank you for the opportunity to do it because I have to tell you, when I posted this story onto that forum that you're referring to, everything in me was like, I, oh, I don't, I'm not sharing this to bring attention to myself. I really, really don't want that to happen. But it was one of those moments where God was so powerful in the moment that I knew it was supposed to be shared and I knew he wanted to get further glory for himself. So I'm happy to share it in, in that vein and under yeah, that Yeah, for light, sure. And so. it definitely, it's, it's got a lot of humility <laughs> woven into it because she's going to be, well, you know, you'll hear, she, she messed I'm up. I'm going to be honest. She totally messed up. <laughs> you know, she, yeah. she was in a bad space, but God was able to turn that around. So just, so just take your time and unpack the story so that we can all kind of, you know, hear what happened and learn from it. You bet. You bet. Well, first of all, you just mentioned my favorite phrase in the entire world is, but God. Uh, yeah, but God. Yeah. <laughs> I love those, those moments. And this was definitely one of them. So here's the story is uh, I had a day off of work and of course, when you have a day off of work, you are trying to cram more than you can possibly humanly do just to catch right. up on life. And so it was one of those days, total intense schedule, lots of things on the to-do list. And uh, it was dinner time, and I had been kind of cooped up in my house all day long working on stuff. I thought, I just need fresh air. I'm just going to run and go grab a fast food bite for dinner. So I did that, hopped in my car. I go to the the place that I'm going to uh, get my meal from, and I was so relieved because I pulled in the in the drive through lane, and there's one car in front of me that's just pulled up to the speaker. So I'm like, great, this is going to be, you know, it's going to be fast food. Right. That's what it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fast food. That's what I need. <laughs> boom, boom. Let's move it. Exactly. So I was in a great mood. It was a good day. I had nothing to complain about. And the car in front of me, all of a sudden the passenger side opens up and this beautiful young girl, maybe 12 or 13 year old girl gets out and she must have been helping the driver. I'm guessing maybe the driver couldn't exactly see the menu board because she literally jumps out and goes right up to the menu board and she starts reading everything on the board. (laughs) (laughs) And she's pointing to items. She's describing them. I hear her actually having conversations with the the gal that's the driver of the vehicle. Oh, what do you think so-and-so would like? Do you think they'd like this? Do you think they'd like that? And I I went from looking at how beautiful this girl was and thinking, oh, she's so precious to going, she's annoying. (laughs) Because she she is taking time that I do not have in my day. And this whole conversation is going on. And I, I tell you, I went from... Again, that position of of noticing somebody beautiful to getting annoyed to getting angry and just losing my patience to the point where I'm I'm glad to say that this isn't something I would normally ever think of doing, but it was starting to take so many minutes 
that I'm like, I'm going to honk my horn and I'm going to just like lay on it. And it will be so startling that it will let everybody know, including probably the clerk who will hear it on the speaker, <laughs> you know, that this is taking too long. If they can't decide, they need to pull away. They need to think it through and come back later. And it was just, you know, I was just getting Do so you frustrated. you feel Lisa, embarrassed and, by that? You, I mean, you were angry and you were ready to honk yes. at people. And it doesn't seem like your character, yeah. but you just got ticked off. It's you not. Got ticked off. Yes, yes, exactly. It was one of those moments where flesh, of yep. course, totally got the better of me. And so, yeah, I, you know, I wasn't in the moment because I was probably more concerned about my anger than my embarrassment of my behavior and my heart condition. Yeah. Now you, you probably <laughs> because feel embarrassed I was thinking, a little bit. Like, yeah. 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 Oh, exactly. Because, especially because I know the end of the story. But, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I've been there. I mean, we've all been there. That's why it's so relatable where you just think, I can't believe that this kid is doing this, or I can't believe that that person is not yes. aware of the fact that I'm standing in line. And we just kind of get this attitude that we are better oh, than yeah. everyone. Yeah. Exactly. And it got worse because once they finally decided and placed their order and the gal jumps back in the in the passenger side of the vehicle and they start to pull forward, then I had pride service because I'm like, well, at least I did the nice Christian thing and I didn't startle them with a horn even though I wanted to so badly. So, I mean, you just, I went from bad to worse in my attitude and in my thought life. I mean, it was just bad. So if finally it's my turn and all I can think about is let me just order and get out of here. I just want to get home. I want to get back to my to-do list. And as I'm pulling up to the speaker, Lisa, it was one of those moments. And this sweet, serene, compassionate voice says, pay for their meal. And I'm thinking... You have got to be kidding me. Don't you just see what they did to me? Don't you just see how they inconvenienced me? They set my entire evening back. I mean, you, you exaggerate it. You make it worse in your mind than it is because you're in the heat of the moment. And I knew that I knew that I knew that I was supposed to pay for their meal because no matter what self-justification I gave him in a little 30-second you know, war in my mind that was going on, he just said it again and again. He said, pay for their meal. And Lisa, I don't know if you've had a moment like this, but it's one of those things where not only are you hearing the voice and the directive of God and you know what you're supposed to do, but I, I just had this feeling in that moment that it wasn't just that it was a nice thing to do. It was one of those mandates. It was one of those directives. I knew something really much greater was at stake. And I can't tell you how I knew that, just the impression that I had on my heart. So I pull up to this speaker, uh, the clerk gives their normal greeting, and I said, you know, um, that car that just pulled up to your window now is getting ready to pay. Would you please tell them that it's covered? I want to take care of their meal. There is silence <laughs> on the other end. And then finally he comes back and he says, um, ma'am, are you sure? Because they had a really large order. And I said, absolutely. I wasn't going to ask how much first because I knew I'd give myself an, an out <laughs> and an opportunity to change my mind. <laughs> And I said, yes, I'm sure, dot, dot, dot. Okay, how much is it? Let, you know, what's the damage? And it's $30 and some change. And I know for some families with kids or whatever, maybe that's not an astronomical amount. I'm a single person on a very tight budget. And for me, $30 is a big deal. And I knew that that meant I'd have to go home that night, look at my budget, and something else out of my monthly plans would have to go. But again, I just felt that peace and that directive that I was supposed to do this. And so I place my own order. I pull up. They're still at the window because they're still waiting for their food. So then I see the driver's side door of the, of the vehicle in front of me open. And this lady gets out and she's an older woman. She's walking slow and she's got a really big limp. That's when I noticed their license plate and it had a handicap symbol on it. And so my heart is starting to break because I know that this is a family that you know even from the license plate 
things in life haven't been all that great yeah. for them. So this lady walks up to my window and it's so cute because she, she walked up at, you know, as much of a brisk pace, I think, as she could manage with her limp. But then she kind of slowed down and like cautiously appeared through my window and it's almost like she was afraid that this was going to be somebody dangerous. Yeah. And a side note here, Lisa, when we decide to give we be- and we become radical and generous in that, we do become dangerous. We're dangerous for the kingdom of light. That's what's so beautiful about these moments when God tells us to change somebody's situation. And so she peers into my window, and my window was down, and she said, um, did you just pay for my meal? And I said, yes, I did. And then tears just started flowing down her cheeks. And she said, why? She just asked one question, why? Why would you do that? And again, one of those, thank you, Lord, for the Holy yeah, Spirit, yeah. because we, we, you know, he can speak yeah. to us. And, and there's things that we just know without him even telling us. And something in me just knew, this is not an atheist. This is not somebody you know, uh, that doesn't believe in God. So you can just say it right as it is. I just knew that I was supposed to say that. So I said, well, here's why, ma'am is because I believe that God loves you extremely, and He wanted you to be blessed and to know that He's thinking about you today. That's all. And the tears continued to flow. She's starting to cry harder. Oh, wow. Then she says the words that stop my heart. I said, Did you, I said, do you know that God loves you? And she said this, I do, but I've been railing at God because my husband is gone, my sons are gone, I'm all alone, and I just needed to know that he really did. And he, she said, thank you. This was a huge bright spot in my oh, day. Wow. Then this precious older woman is trying to, <laughs> she just like launches herself at my car window. <laughs> she's, trying to, she's trying to climb through to give me a hug. And of course, when I'm strapped into the seatbelt, you can imagine the awkward moment that that is. Arms trying to reach around each other. But somehow we made it work. So she pulls away from the embrace. And then we stood there holding hands and Lisa, what I loved is she was letting the hands of a stranger hold hers. And it's like we both wanted to say more. It was just one of those yeah. moments, but there weren't, there weren't any other words to say. So we're looking into each other's eyes, and her eyes are just pouring out all these messages. Thank you for confirming what I needed evidenced today. Thank you for, you know, just it was just gratitude. It was just pouring forth from her expression. And I didn't have any words either, but I hope what my face was communicating was just, I hope, love. <laughs> And just saying, you are so worth it. You are so worth it. And the Father wanted you to know that today. So we give each other's hands one last squeeze because she knows she's holding up the line at this point. <laughs> Other people now and are she... trying not to honk at you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. So she climbs back into her vehicle and she drives away. And it, again, Lisa, just, man, these moments. When I wrote this story out, my, my first sentence was, I'm shaking at an experience that I just had because I almost missed God and I'm so glad I didn't. And I drove away, you know, thanking God ferociously because if I had honked hoping to startle instead of giving hoping to have blessed, how different of that outcome yeah, would that have yeah. been? Here's a woman questioning, maybe even God, if he exists, if he loves her. I don't know the depth of her questions, but he did. He knew the point of her despair. And he knew that a simple act of somebody paying for her meal would show her, I'm right here. I haven't gone anywhere. I am right here. And I love you with an everlasting love. That's the opportunity so many of us have in the, the dailiness of life if we will just be available. And I love how God, you know, it wasn't that I was in a bright, shining example of a moment of my own attitude. I was messing up big time and my attitude stunk. 
But again, he knows in my heart that there's always a yes to him. And I think that's why he was able to so quickly say, uh, let's change this and let's make the outcome better for the kingdom. I hope in my heart there's always a yes to him. Such a great thing to say and to think about. And I hope that's true of you and me. Wonderful Carlene Prince, thank you for sharing the story today and for being our guest. And if you want to find out more about Carlene Prince and her music and her ministry and her life, then come to lifewithlisawilliams.com. Today's show was created because of the help of wonderful people like producer Melanie and executive producer Paul Goldsmith. Hashtag thanks for listening.